radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. Scoop and Pooh! With your favorite hosts, Giuseppe! That's pretty terrible right there. And Turtle! Yeah, I'm gonna take myself. I will never go against myself. With producer Tony. I will kill a man to improve my status. Y'all use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. It's already a shitty podcast, like 10 minutes into it. I would not listen to this. You're lacking professionalism on the microphone. Hey, fellas. I love the podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the Week 13 Recap Fantasy Football Scoop and... Boop. I am your host, Tony. I am joined by Bishop this week. Uh, Turtle is on a bye week. He had some uh, previous engagements. Uh, this is week 13, and uh, season is almost over. We only got one more week to go. And I just want to talk about something real quick because it's topical. Um, the Buffalo-New England Monday night football game featured like 35-mile-an-hour winds constant with 55-mile-an-hour wind gusts prime time. A lot of people say that football is unwatchable when it's snow because you literally can't see the lines. You can't see, like, uh, you know, where they are on the field. can't see the end zone. But I think just as a watchability, wind is the worst thing to happen to football. Yeah, I kind of agree with you on that one. Uh, it reminds me of, like, uh, those Army-Navy games <laughs> where they just r- run the ball every single down. Uh Sure. I mean, it was inter- those games were entertaining because they're at the rivalry, but these two are like, I guess it's a rivalry too, but no one cares about New England. Uh, well, not yeah, anymore. it was just hard to watch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, I I turned it on for the Manning cast, and uh, they couldn't even save it, so I, I, I changed the channel. <laughs> yeah, I had some uh, stake in the game because I needed some points from uh, my Buffalo Bills, but it was exactly what you you said. Uh, I think there was one passing touchdown. Mac Jones for the Patriots was he threw three passes and completed two of them. So basically they ran the ball the entire game and Buffalo couldn't stop them. Uh, I mean, at that point, why do you even have Mac Jones in there? Like, couldn't you just put a backup in there to hand the ball off every time and not risk any type of injury or something? Well, apparently the threat of him maybe throwing a pass was <laughs> enough because Buffalo kept falling for it. Like, you would expect them to put, like, every player in the in the box, but uh, they did not. They kept playing it straight up, and they would run these counter traps and these stretch plays, and it would work pretty much every time. They'd get, like, six yards of rush. And uh, why why throw it when you can run it for six yards a rush? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, three passes. He threw one pass until the fourth quarter. He was one of one. I think it was going to go down in history as like the most efficient passing day of all time. But uh, he ended up incompleting one of his three passes, so he ruined it. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, uh, let's get into the recaps of the games. Like you said, this is intra-divisional play. This is the home stretch. There's some very big games in this week, uh, specifically in the Shula, where we had three teams tied with the same record. Uh, so let's start off there. And we're going to start off with Peewee's Cologne Rocks versus Matt's If I Ruled the Wentz. And uh, Peewee pulls off another upset. I think that's two in a row for Peewee. He's, he's got himself to five and eight. Ends up winning this game in a laugher, 94 to 47. Uh, Peewee's team has been coming on lately with this Javante Williams. Uh, he looks like a very serviceable, strong runner uh, for de- for the Denver Broncos. 22 points with a touchdown. Also, six catches for 76 yards. That's Those are elite uh, running back numbers right there, primetime. Yeah, I, I think if he was on any other offense, he would be like a superstar right now. But uh, he's on Denver and... They're struggling like that Kansas City game. It was actually close for like a very long time. And that's probably why he got the 23 rushes. But uh, yeah, if he was on a competent team, I think he would be great. Yeah. Uh, And then, you know, James Conner gets a touchdown against the Bears, gets 15. CeeDee Lamb has a good game, 11 points. You got another touchdown out of Van Jefferson. Is that two weeks in a row for touchdowns by a man named Van Jefferson? I'm pretty sure that that is. You are correct, yeah. That is accurate. So, in uh, Matt, um, Baltimore quarterback really didn't do much for him. Only one touchdown, 11 points. Austin Eckler had two fumbles on the day. Did you see any of that uh, Cincinnati game with uh, the Chargers? Yeah, yeah, I actually did watch a lot of that. Uh, I think one of the fumbles was, like, ridiculous. Like, the guy just, like, stuck his hand in there and, like, tried to rip his arm out of his socket. <laughs> and that was like, I'll drop the ball. <laughs> uh, but I didn't see the other one. But, uh, yeah, I, I thought that was a pretty bad performance by Eckler. And uh, his other guy there, Tyreek Hill, two catches for 22 yards. Yeah, that's a killer. That a, I think Yeah, that was either his keeper or his first-round pick this year. And uh you can't have two two point games from players that 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 important on your team you know he's always he 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 has the the like the body of a boom bust guy but at some point he always like ends up saving a bad game like he'll get a, a touchdown really late or he'll get a bunch of a catches at late in the game or like he always manages a way to salvage a bad game but he could not this week he only got two catches and didn't even get a yardage yeah. point if I recall correctly, like on those day- games where Mahomes was struggling, uh, Tariq Hill would still have a decent game, like you said, uh, but with like a, a long run, you know, yeah. like he'll get a wide receiver reverse. But like I'm looking at his stats this season, he has like one rushing attempt like every other game. It looks like a couple games in a row. They're not even trying to like run with him at all, like get the ball into his hands more. They're just like, if Mahomes can't get it to him, we're screwed. <laughs> Yeah, they would they would always end up like throwing a reverse to him. Yeah, or, stuff or, like that. Just yeah. Get your pass. studs the ball. Something like that. But uh uh yeah, nothing really doing for Matt on his team this week. He really needed to win. Um tough go, Matt. So see you next year, buddy. Go to the next matchup. And we have two t- the two other t- teams that were tied for the division. And we have Giuseppe's Ted Lasso way taking on Mike's Lucky Luciano's. 
And Mike crushes Giuseppe, 128-70. to 70. Uh, Luciano uh, had a huge game from George Kittle. He got 30 points, two touchdowns. Huge game from David Montgomery. Um, huge game from Justin Herbert. I mean, there's only one player on his team that didn't score double digits, and that was his defense. So... Nitro, are you a, are you a little worried about uh, seeing maybe seeing Mike in the playoffs next in the couple of weeks? Uh, yeah, I'm still nervous, and he still sends me threatening text messages, so I'm still very scared. <laughs> Have you woken up with a horse's head in your bed at any point? Uh, not yet, but I change my locks frequently. <laughs> Daily, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's that's a man I wouldn't uh, want <laughs> running me down. If you want, if you, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but yeah, Giuseppe had to play Russell Wilson. Um, I didn't watch any of that game. Uh, only fourteen points from him. Adam Thielen caught one pass and then got hurt. He sprained his ankle. Uh, I got a very angry message from Giuseppe when that happened. Devontae Smith only two points. So really nothing doing. He, he had a good game from his Kansas City Chiefs defense, but uh, uh, he needed it. he needed more out of his guys. But uh, I don't even I don't even know if like he hit his full potential this week. If, if he still could have beat Lucky Luciano this week. No, his, his murder was like eighty seven and a half. So yeah. I mean, even if he played the best guys, uh, more importantly though, Detroit with their first win of the season. Congrats, Detroit and Micah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I'm I'm mad the turtle is not here this week, so we can't make fun of him and his Vikings for losing to Detroit. I knew somebody was going to have to do it, and of course it was Minnesota. Do you know who the last uh, Detroit victory was against? Minnesota. I think it's Chicago. Oh, was it the Bears? <laughs> That's why I, I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, they already played Detroit twice this year, so like we couldn't lose yeah. to them, but. Uh, I'm glad it was Minnesota if it had to be anybody, I guess. <laughs> you, you, We could say that the Bears beat them so badly they took them over a year to win. Yeah, you could say that. You could say that. <laughs> so Mike is in the lead in that division. He's He controls his own destiny, which we'll talk about full playoff scenarios on the preview show. Um, let's go to the Balls Mahoney with my COVID Mania Delta versus... Kowalski's cracka ass crackas and I squeak by 78 65 but it was a lot closer than that because uh it came down to Monday night football we mentioned the crazy weather that that game had 50 mile an hour wind gusts and I had two bills I had Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs versus his one bill who was Matt Breda and the games, I, I think I was up one point, and so basically his Matt Breida had to outscore Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs and one and one point. So, you know, anything could happen in a crazy win game. You know, a, a running back could score like four touchdowns. You never know. So I didn't, I didn't know it was going to happen. And the very first drive of the game, Josh Allen hands off to Matt Breida, and Breida just fumbles it. Just clear as day it was Brita's fumble but somehow they charged that to Josh Allen so I'm already like <laughs> things are already going bad like <laughs> I'm down one now because I just lost two points 
and then the wind just was nuts. Uh, thank God Josh Allen actually threw a touchdown uh, somehow, some way. Matt Breida didn't do jack shit, and I was able to skate out of there with a victory. It was not a very good game by any stretch of the imagination, um, but uh, yeah. I, did Matt did, did Matt Breida get hurt? How come he only had one rush and one catch if it was like a well he fumbled running the ball? <laughs> yeah. And they just benched him. They yeah. said no. Yeah, have a seat. Zach Moss and wow. Singletary were both active in that game, so I don't even know why oh, they okay. even gave him a fucking rush. Like, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand what Buffalo does sometimes. But yeah, Matt Burrito was uh, odd man out after that. Kwal did a, a good, good couple moves here off the waiver wire. He started Tua, got sixteen points. He started Kenneth Gainwell, sixteen points, and he had a great game from Chris Godwin with twenty. And uh, I had a. Did you watch the? Uh, Thanksgiving game with oh no it wasn't Thanksgiving it was fucking uh, it was the other Thursday night game Dallas versus New Orleans where Tony Pollard housed like a uh, 70 yard touchdown no I didn't see that game at all yeah it was it was a great run and it really saved my day um, he had a good game 14 points uh, Steph- uh, Antonio Gibson without JD McKissick like this is the the kind of production I was hoping to get all season, but it's mm-hmm. only starting like at the end of the season. But sixteen points, I'll take it. And uh, I'm yeah. glad you're finally playing Jalen Waddle now because that guy's a stud. <laughs> yeah, he. But like, I couldn't bench Debo Samuel. Like, I guess I guess I could bench Terry McLaurin. He hasn't done much for me, but yeah, Jalen Jalen Waddle is like. He's like he might be the new Stephon Diggs. He's like a possession receiver. Uh, here he's got nine catches for 90 yards. So he's getting all the targets for like the, like the dink and dunk, you know, those kind of passes. Those are easy points yeah. for a wide receiver. I was going to say like Jarvis Landry. He kind of sure. reminds me of a Jarvis Landry. Yeah. Yeah. That could do it. But yeah, he, he, he he's a good PPR guy. Let's just put it that way. He's not going to get a lot of yards, but he's going to catch a lot of balls. So yeah. And, uh, for the record, Kowalski would have won if he played the great T. Higgins. <laughs> yeah, he had, he had to throw in T. Higgins on there. Yeah, yeah, it would have been a revenge game, a T. Higgins revenge game, because I'm the one who cut him. Oh my God, Kowalski, you missed that. Ugh. Yeah, I'm sorry. T. Higgins revenge game. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next matchup. We have Bishop's Nitrovich versus Turtles New Wave Hookers Five. And Bishop uh, takes care of business, no problem. One twenty to seventy. Uh, talk about your team. You, I, I think I predicted four touchdowns for Tom Brady, and that's what he ended up with. Yeah, when I saw they were playing the Falcons, I was like, "Yeah, I get my bucks in there." And that's why I had to start Gronk, and he caught two touchdowns, so that was great. <laughs> Just like old times, uh, yeah, yeah. It was flashbacks. Uh, Joe Mixon and Jonathan Taylor fumbled in their games early on. And I was kind of concerned about that. Uh, But, you know, they ended up doing well. At least Jonathan Taylor did. Uh, Cooper Cup's still the man. I don't know. Not much I could could say else about my team. Just as long as those uh, running backs and receivers score, my kickers and defenses can do whatever they want. And a very uh, Jalen Waddle-like performance from Hunter Renfro with nine catches, 102 yards. Yeah, it's it's almost a blessing that that guy, uh, you know, got drunk and went into a car accident because it's been a <laughs> blessing for my roster. <laughs> <laughs> and I must commend you. Uh, 
it's I, I know there's bye weeks and, and injured players, but a hundred percent myrrh, my friend. So take a oh, bow. Wow, I didn't even see that. Take a bow. I'll take it. Hundred percent myrrh. And then uh Turtle Squad, you know, he got a good run out of uh Sony Michelle. That that was a pretty good uh good play by him. I know he hasn't done jack shit all year, but uh it wasn't enough. I mean, you're going up against one twenty here. Uh, his receivers are really struggling. Nobody hit nobody hit double digits out of the receiving core, and uh, Turtle is uh, he's got the Turtle luck still still going. So, all right, let's go to the Dicka, where we have Micah's team Serbia versus Santino's Wolfpack, and you know they say don't turn your back on the Wolfpack. You might end up in a body bag. It's true. But not mm-hmm. this week. Micah takes the victory, 90-57. to 57. Patrick Mahomes is back on the struggle bus. He 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 got off of it for a couple weeks, but he's <laughs> back. Uh, only seven points, one touchdown rushing, no, th- no passing touchdowns. Um, Yeah, he got a good game out of J- Justin Jefferson, but that's about it. Uh, nothing really doing for Santino. He had to play a jet running bat. That's never good. And uh, Kyler Murray got back in the swing of things for Micah. Uh, got to play the Bears, which is always good for a quarterback, and that's four touchdowns, no problem. Um, only 123 yards passing, but 28 fantasy points. That's uh, crazy efficient there, primetime. Yeah, the Bears are, uh, you know, they're a, a dumpster fire right now, so. <laughs> Uh, even if the back, even if uh, that kid didn't play and the backup was playing, he probably would have had a similar stat line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, actually, the Bears killed my football appetite for the for the for the weekend again. I actually watched the first half of that game. I ended up falling asleep at halftime, and I woke up and like the half of the third quarter was over, and I was like, "Fuck this! I'm just gonna go do something else." Like I stopped watching football mm-hmm. for the rest of the day. Uh, and uh, it's all because of the Bears. They do this to me all the time. They just kill my appetite for football. Yeah, because they're not local here, uh, I'm still watching Red Zone. That's but a blessing. It, uh, That's a blessing. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, it's probably a benefit because I get to watch more football because I'm not watching the Bears. Yeah, you get to watch good football. <laughs> and the Bears aren't doing much of that these days. Uh, so congrats, uh, Micah, Team Serbia. You're back in the race. Uh, because you took down Santino, so you're giving yourself a chance for next week. And let's go to the last matchup. We have uh, BDI's Slobodan versus Worm. Worm, Frederick. And Team Taylor. And Worm takes the victory, 84-75. to 75. And he's done it. He has played the correct quarterback. 23 points from Matt Stafford. Only 8 for Dak Prescott. And when you play the right quarterback, Worm seems to be unbeatable. He gets a, a 20-point game from Keenan Allen, and uh, life is good for King Worm. It took him until week 13 to do it, but he finally did it. Mission he did accomplished. It. He did it. Yeah. Uh, L. Patterson didn't score 20 points this week, so that's that's bad news for BDI. Uh, he actually get, did get a good game out of Tyler Lockett. That's the first time in a while, I believe. And uh, just his double tight end formation. This Dawson Knox guy for Buffalo. Let me tell you something about this bum. So he uh, <laughs> he he tipped a, an interception 
to the defense on Monday night. A ball hit him straight in the in the bread basket. And then he like fumbles it, tips it up, they intercept it. He c- dropped a touchdown in that game. And then while they were driving, he got a false start penalty. So he like fucked the Bills over left, right and center on Monday night and uh yeah, he's a bum just like BDI is. So it's a perfect. So are you saying are you saying he's a Patriots fan and he was throwing the game? I I cannot say. I cannot make those accusations, but uh, allegedly. allegedly, allegedly, he's a white tight end on BDI's team. So <clears throat> yeah, uh, Worm is out of it. BDI is he's he's in bad shape now after losing to Worm. Uh, but he is not out of it. We're going to talk about all that stuff next show. So let's let's wrap this one up. Let's get to some uh, some money players. <laughs> and at quarterback, I feel like I've been saying this a lot this season. Uh, Tom Brady for Bishop. Straight cash, homie. Um, what can you buy with all the money Brady has won you this season? Let's think about this. I... I, I plan on using uh, the weekly payouts for uh, my entry fee next year, since I know I, okay. I hit my goal of the entry fee now with Tom Brady's victory. And uh, yeah, so um, it's a next year's a free roll. That's crazy. Wide also, receiver. None of that is accurate. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't believe you for a second. <laughs> uh, wide receiver is George Kittle for Mike. Straight cash, homie. You don't you don't see a tight end win this. Ten dollars too often, uh, maybe Gronk back in the day. Maybe Travis Kelsey has done that a few times, but uh, he got it with uh, George Kittle this week. At running back, we have a split. We have David Montgomery for Mike, straight cash, homie, and Javante Williams for Pee Wee. Straight cash. I had, to, I had to think of which Williams that was. and uh, I was going to say Petey Williams, but I don't think he's a player. <laughs> no, I think you made that man up. Yeah. <laughs> Start of the and I'm going to give this to K-Wall. Picks up Kenneth Gainwell off the scrap heap for $0. Gets him in his lineup and scores 16 points. That's pretty good for a team that's, you know, down on its luck. Kowalski's still trying, and I appreciate that. So I'm going to give you that award this week, buddy. I hope you enjoy that. And this performance pretty much killed Matt's season. Uh, Tyreek Hill with a goose egg for two points. Uh, He could not afford a bad game from Tyreek Hill, and that's exactly what he gave him this week. So uh, we're going to give that to uh, Mr. Hill. Uh, I guess it's me. Sure, I'll take it. Game came down to Monday Night Football. There was uh, <laughs> there was 50 mile an hour wins, and I got a passing touchdown somehow. So I, I, that's probably pretty lucky. The worst fantasy football owner of the week. And I hate to pile it on here, Matt, but uh, you're going to win this award this week. Uh, I think we've we've beat you up enough this week, but uh, it's you. All right. That's going to do it for the Week 13 Recap Fantasy Football Scoop. And... Poop. All right, Joe's over. I'm tired.
and Poop Fantasy Podcast, now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com. <laughs>